This week on the Push Wallows podcast, we discuss why endless cardio and circuit classes might not be the answer to your body composition goals. Also, we talk about the free lift solution for leg training. And lastly, what do we think is coming back on the fitness trend merry-go-round? Formerly, mate. Hey, all right, three, two, one, and Dan's back. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Pull Legs podcast with myself, Dan Meek. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bud? Well, good, mate. I, um, I, I read the petition to get Josh as the permanent co-host of the show, <laughs> but um, the two people that signed it couldn't write properly. So, unfortunately, it's, uh, it doesn't pass uh, for a real petition. So, I think it was just you trying to write with your left hand and then your feet or something like that, but <laughs> anyway, it didn't work, mate, unfortunately. Um, so, I am back, um, although I'm not back and feeling well, unfortunately. So, um, forgive me if I'm not my usual bubbly self. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usually bubbly stuff. Um, yeah, you're, you're feeling a little bundle weather after oh, your... Mate. Dreadful. I think it's... Uh, to be fair, Centre Park is always going to be a place full of diseases because you've got kids there who are like between the age of two and four because you're outside of turn time and everyone goes in the pool and it's like, it's just fucking breeding bacteria there. So I went not feeling great. I kind of got over it halfway as I was there and then as I've come back, I've got some of this even worse and I've got a real bad headache. I mean, I've always got a headache because I speak to whenever I speak to you, but more so than normal. Um, and I'm a bit bunged up and sound a bit shit. So, um, yeah. Yeah, you are right. In, in centre parks, it is just, I guess, the biggest thing is usually the pool, right? They're massive yeah. and they're just loads of it sort of warm and just a stewing place of just. Yeah, exactly that. And of course, fungus, basically. kids of that age, just all they want to do is spend time in the swimming pool. It's just like, oh yeah. my God. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? But it, it was good. it was really good. Actually, good to get away. Um, good to have a week off. Um, things, but yeah, I shouldn't needed it to be longer. And I'm really looking forward to Christmas now. I need I need some I need some more time to to relax and have some downtime. So I think, I think I'm I'm ready for Christmas. Yeah, we said that didn't we before we came on? It's like it's yeah. been a long year, and like I'm just it's got it's really weird. It's got felt like it's gone really quick, but it's been a long year, and I'm just at that point now where everything's becoming a bit difficult and um i just yeah everything everything just takes a little bit longer i have a little bit less motivation to do things and i just want to just curl up and go to sleep for about 10 days two weeks over Christmas yeah not- just uh, the, the daylight i think really does get me i think now it's like four o'clock in the afternoon yeah it's just going to work in the dark coming back in the dark is just like yeah me. that that is something i think would um uh, that's the thing I think would would definitely you know affect things, but it's for me. I, like, I just I've just not been feeling great for for a while. To be fair, like I, it's all just culminated to now. Like I've got, I don't know if it's because I've been doing a bit more push work, a little bit more chest work than normal, a little bit less back work, <laughs> but like it's affected my like posture. And not obviously sitting down a fair a fair bit more, and like I keep getting these shooting headaches at the back of my head. Like it's all linked. To like tightness and all this sort of shit like that, and like I've can't. Remember, I said to Laura the other day, I can't remember a day I've not had a headache for the last like two Ooh. months. Yeah, it's not. No, I could have a brain aneurysm or something. To be fair, I probably should go to doctors, but I'm just a bloke, so I don't bother doing. So true. It's just one of those things where I just yeah, just not been feeling 100 percent for a little while. Um, but no excuses, you know. Just it's just life, isn't it? It's what happens, and it happens to everyone. Um, not there's no point beating yourself up about it, is there? But anyway, I mean, let's 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 get on to cheerier topics because no one wants to hear about me feeling sorry for myself. Um, I don't want you to feel sorry for me either. So no, I I don't feel sorry for you. If I, of course you don't. Mate. Of course you don't. <laughs> we, had a, you? we had a ball whilst you're away, so obviously uh, thanks a lot to Mr. Josh Silverman. We yeah. might we might bring him. We'll bring him out the like kind of the guest closet every now and again just to have a little chat. If we if either of us are feeling tired and we just need to wind somebody up and just go and just go for it. So. About so, about about this. That, that's what I said. FMS during that that post. But yeah, yeah. I, got, I noticed the whole week I was away. He just posted FMS stuff. It's like he was trying to bait me. I was like, I'm off on holiday, Josh. Leave me alone. <laughs> and every story he put up was about FMS. And he and does he want to put up any more pictures of that guy doing that fucking hip flexor stretch, holding two poles? <laughs> Seriously, Josh. Okay, we get it. You hold the two poles, right? I get it. Brilliant. You push down into the floor. All right. Keep it neutral. Keep, keep your hips in, in neutral. I get it. That's fine. Yep. <laughs> Understand. But yeah, no, he's a good, he's a good lad, is Josh. So hopefully everyone enjoyed last week. Um, but unfortunately, I'm back. So sorry, guys. Let's bring him back. So sorry. Right. I'm the only ever ever present 
I was like, yeah, you can't replace me, mainly because I'm the one that records it. That's it. Only because I'm the one who records it <laughs> and has the account, has the password to get on. So that's about it. Um, it's, the same, it's the same with me with the YouTube videos. It's like whenever I go away, like there's, there wasn't that many videos going out. Yeah, yeah. I've been away and Mike can't edit them. So it's like, well, <laughs> dude, like, you can put them in front of the camera, but you can't do anything with them. <laughs> it's, uh, exactly. I'm in that position as well. So, yeah, it's all right. It's just you hold the key to something and then you're like, no, nah, you can't do it without me, though. You make yourself more important than you actually are. So, yeah, you like, you like that feeling, don't you? Feeling more important yes. than you actually are, Tom. Because you're not important in the slightest. Yes, uh, that, that's what I based my career on. So it's absolutely fine. <laughs> right, mate. Uh, we should actually talk some fitness, nutrition. Do we have to? Can we not just spend the next six weeks of this year just talking about other shit? Like, can, can we just make this like a lifestyle podcast? <laughs> or, just like a, or just like old men ranting podcast? Like, I'm no, a bit yeah. done with fitness now this year. I'm done with fitness this year. Uh, we still talk about fitness. We've still got general opinions that people like to talk well i don't know somehow get some musings off uh, um so a little rundown no, it's black friday this week as well by the way so everyone's going to be spammed with every single oh, per, every single friday. place offering a sale online protein, uh, bars, uh, protein powder training there's also that'll be like uh the classic provider or something like oh black friday deal it's the same price yeah, it's that good quality. I'm like, yeah, brilliant, mate. But it's also people now have started doing like the Black Friday sale before Black Friday. Like, so the sales are on now or like the week sales before Black Friday. Amazon yeah. Prime we started, and I'm like, why? Why do people do it? Like, it's just like a pre-Christmas sale. Like, but I don't understand because it's it's a big American thing. But over here, it's like cottoned on. People cottoned well, on to it. Well, it's cottoned on online, but didn't didn't we have like one year where people went mental in the shops, and then the next year people just didn't bother, and they were like, "No, nah, I'm done with that now." Yeah, it just seems so a bit odd. I do right? the online stuff, but yeah, I'd hate to be a delivery delivery person at this time of year. Oh. Must be absolutely shocking. Right. Poor. I have some bad luck with deliveries lately as well. So one thing didn't get delivered. One thing was the wrong thing. So, but I bought it from a charity, and then I was like, "Oh." I, <laughs> yeah, that's a bit awkward, I, isn't it? I, don't, I, I was like, I've got the wrong thing, but I'll quite happily pay for the right thing. It's fine. And they were like, no, 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 keep that. We'll send you another one. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I want you to have more money. <laughs> it's yeah, fine. you're a charity. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't. I come not going to complain. I'll just buy another one. Um, and I was like, FYI, guys, you're, you've sent me a bag for, for not what I wanted. You sent me a bag instead of a pin. So I wanted a uh, a pin for Remembrance Day, right? Because yeah. I always buy the like normal things. Don't matter. I always give it to charity. But they sent me a bag, a little bag instead of yeah. a poppy pin. I was like, I don't know how they got that confused. Um, no, they're not really that <laughs> similar, are they? Not very similar at all. So I was really confused when I was opening. It. I was like, Maybe the pin's in the bag. I was like, Oh no, I've just got a little poppy like carrier bag. Amazing. All right, it's very nice. <laughs> but now I've got that. Not to use it. Um, to be honest, but it's right. Cost me like five quid for charity. It's fine. Um, right, mate. So I've got written down. It was an interesting post uh, from. Have you met? So- no, you've never met Sophie, have you? Um, no. Yeah. She's a bit of a bowler now, isn't she? She does a lot of stuff. Big time talks, etc. Does she live in Australia? No, I didn't. Mate. I don't know. Like, sounds like you fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but it was you're something. Talking about something. something. You're yeah, you're like. You seem to know about it, Tom. I know, just all over Instagram. No, um, it was something that I haven't even liked the post that I've saved. I should probably like it. Um, it was something that, what was it? Yeah, it was, she actually posted on uh, Twitter about pff, six months ago, but then she was reposting it because she can't repeat the message enough. I guess it relates to something I want to talk about later in uh, this show as well. And it's uh, just the quote is, so prioritizing strength training with an emphasis on progressive overload will do more to improve body composition than non-stop circuits and endless hours of cardio ever will. Lift weights, don't be afraid to get strong. I think it's, uh, it's, it sounds like we're going into a rant, but it kind of it kind of tails me into the more the class base. And the, I think it's the non-stop circuits that gets me. And it's still very much apparent in the fitness industry. I, I feel like you're maybe a little bit sh- more sheltered than I am, especially working in a commercial gym um, and how much kind of circuit-based stuff I see. And then people still for body composition, maybe they want to look the same for five years, but they still look the same for five. Yeah, I think, I think, I think you're right. I think I'm a lot sheltered from it a lot. And I think it's, but I got hit with a, another ad on Instagram or Facebook, whatever it was, recently with um, 
a company that are coming to Bath with a brand new concept. Guess what? It's not <laughs> a fucking concept. Stop calling it a concept. That's, I hate even in the fitness industry calling it things concepts. It's like, no, you just <laughs> come up with a class idea. It's not a concept. Um, so, yeah, there was like a brand new, unique, urban concept. And I'm like, it's a fucking class, mate. Urban? Stop fucking around. Yeah, in the middle of Bath. <laughs> urban. Brilliant. Well done, mate. That's works. Um, clearly, no idea about a clientele in this area. Um, and it's just like one of these things where I agree with you. It's like classes are the reason people like them is that there's an accountability factor where you have to go um, and you kind of turn up and there's people there that you know, or you, whatever you like. So it's kind of, you tell people you're going to be there or you tell your mates you're going to go, or you go with a friend, there's accountability involved, right? You do what you're told to some degree when you're there. So you burn some calories, you get sweaty, you feel like you've done a lot. But actually the weights you've lifted, if you are lifting weights during it, are nowhere near heavy enough. They're nowhere near heavy enough to make any visible change. And if you have been going to a same, the same class for months on end, you will have got any progress you're going to get out of that class within the first month uh, in terms of gains or like muscle change or body composition, whatever. And then any body comp change you want to see further than that in terms of fat loss, it comes down to your diet, regardless if you do the fucking circuits or not. It's nothing about that. Um, and it is just a calorie burn and a cardio burn. I think people do it to make themselves feel better about eating shit. That's why they go, I think, is that they, again, in London, when, when, we were, when I was there, they even then, I think the classes were not as big as they are now. I think now it's a huge right, now concept. They've absolutely concept. It's a huge yeah. concept. Concept and all these, it's like boutique classes, boutique studios. Yeah, and it's like, I understand like what they're trying to achieve and what they're trying to do, but they're not actually helping people fundamentally achieve what they want in the long term. They're just providing a short-term solution, which is burn some calories, sweat some stuff out so that you can go and you know not feel as bad when you indulge in things. Um <laughs> But fundamentally, in terms of like how you progress a physique, they they're pretty much pointless. I mean, yeah, the, the one thing that I've been watching lately of like stuff that's done for time, and you're doing it's you've got to complete this in the shortest amount of time, or do as many as possible within a certain amount of time. It's kind of bugged me um, because obviously we're going to be like slightly formed Nazis. Um, coming from our personal training background. Mm. Um, and it, it does seem to me that some people are getting the wrong idea about that. It's always going to be about the quality of the rep. You've still got to keep complete. And it, then it suddenly turned into a race of just trying yeah. to get something done uh -huh. instead of like a row that's completely rounded, just kind of jolting it around and just like, yeah, yeah. I've, done, I've done 10. What? Have you? <laughs> 10 I, think, I, think, I think as well, I think it comes from, the problem with it is that they've tried to take an idea behind classes, which are, which are great, which is, do you know what works? Is things like yoga classes, yeah. um, boxing classes, Pilates classes. Um, I remember first we should do ballet classes. Again, like you're learning skills, like fundamentally, like that's what you're learning in those sorts of, of sessions. And you're getting stronger in certain areas because they're very much focused on certain things. But a lot of these where they try and throw weights into the mix, it's like that's not conducive to a circuit class. It's not the kind of skill that you do quickly or for a long period of time or when you're fatigued or anything like that. It's like, it just isn't necessary. And I think they've just tried to take a really good idea of a class-based system whereby, you know, like with boxing, for example, you can take five, six, seven, eight people in a boxing class and they get as much information and learn as much skill as they could do potentially in a one-to-one -one session, um, arguably. Whereas with weightlifting and stuff, it's like you just can't, do it like i remember when we were at the first place we discussed trying to do like i think it was like olympic weightlifting like class and it was yeah, just like it's just never gonna work or like, like yeah powerlifting or just like some basic barbell and, and the reason that it wouldn't work was because people said oh yeah people wouldn't really feel like they've got much out of it because it's not really gonna get really really sweaty it's just like it's a technique thing it's a skill thing and you're like yep do you know what you're probably right it's a shame because people could actually learn a fuckload and they'll progress their physiques loads in the future um but again like management then we're like, well, people aren't going to sign up for it. And it's like, yeah, you're right, because people are fucking stupid. <laughs> it's like, well, we've got to educate them then about how to actually improve their physique. But, um, yeah, it does bug me. It really does bug me. But I'm, I'm lucky, I think, I don't see it as much as you do on a daily basis. It must bug the shit out of you if you're seeing it. I mean, it. yeah, I think, I think I'm fairly okay with just being like, oh, that's going on, that's fine, I can walk away. If somebody gets injured, then they'll probably be sent to me anyway. Um, so I'll talk to them <laughs> at some point. Um, but it's... 
it's it's the yeah it's the lie about it's not even a lie it's just not telling the truth about the being how to emphasize progressive overload with and within certain classes you can't do it because you've got a deer to anybody that kind of turns up um and you and if the, the instructor has a hard enough job trying to keep everybody like in sight more than like oh i remember yeah you've been here for the last three times right so we should probably pump you from a 12 to 14 like they've no they've got no idea they're not going to be able to do that that'll be up to the client or the the, the class person mm-hmm. attendee to do and they're not going to do that because they're not going to be educated like that so it's interesting i still think that 100 percent there's places for them within people's workout regimes but um it was like i was saying to you know my client leslie um she still sees me one to two times a week but she sees me to basically get stronger, keep strong, so she can do like uh, cycling, some Pilates classes that she likes doing. She but understands she needs, still needs to do strength training, and I'm not gonna like smash her around. She's doing general like I don't know, no corrective work, but strength corrective work, and just to be able to keep going with all of her other stuff. And yeah, the, the girl's like 65, so. She's doing all right, but it's also body composition's changed, gotten stronger, but it's just the never-ending circuits that will never add any kind of muscle, which annoys me um, more than anything else. I realize that that's not everybody's goal. Maybe they just want to be really good at circuit training. She's fine. They don't, though, do they? That's the thing. That's the thing is I hate... I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't... You can't really say that. And if people do say that, like, I just want to be... I just want to feel fit. It's like, do you, though? Do you? Do you, or are you just <laughs> what feel fit for what? Being able to walk around London? Well, you're fit enough for that anyway. You can move. Oh, we had this. So uh, obviously... it just annoys me when people won't tell, won't go into the real reason why they want to do it. It's yeah, like, because you feel shit about yourself. That's fine. Brings in. Uh, so obviously, I was on a, I was on a course on the weekend. It was, it was, it was okay. But I have previously done a two day course, which we covered more than anything we did on there. So um, yeah, it was, it was, it was fine. Um, but they did actually tap on to the term functional training again. So I haven't heard that term in a while. So I feel, I feel like it's died out a little bit. And um, so, and what is functional training? And I end up having an argument with somebody, classic, um, about functional training. And I mentioned, I was like, but you said, obviously, he, the person asked the question, what is functional training? And Dan, you would say... <sighs> I don't even know anymore. Like training that's train, you know, functional training, I, I suppose is, um, is training that, you know, trains you in a way that you are getting better at something you do in everyday life. Yeah. To, to determine is your goal or your sport or to perform better. Yeah, at so what if you're you a footballer is to be, be, be a better footballer. It's going to help yeah. you be a better footballer. Or if you're a, a high jumper, it's to make you jump higher. Like, yeah, it was very. It was interesting that then uh, he was talking about. So I premised the term of non non functional training, as I always want to throw that one in. I was like, therefore, there must be non functional training. Yeah. I was like, for example, if you want to be a footballer, if you're doing bodybuilding, probably might not be the most functional exercise you can. Well, exercises you can be doing, but we could we could say that they should be doing that. Um, but I end up having an argument about um, range of motion, and. <laughs> one of the lads was saying about how range of motion it should be full range of motion all the time no matter what i was like what and he was like that makes it functional i was like for what for <laughs> no it doesn't <laughs> and i was like yeah what? because you'll be but tom come on how how many times have you had to deep squat with your hands over your head on the tube come on mate. <laughs> you you do it all the time you do and it i'm like right for, all right number one why do we have to be full range of motion for what function? All right, my function is to just turn like lots of doorknobs. Cool. I don't need full range of motion in anything. <laughs> I'm no. opening a door. It's fine. <laughs> I'm a doorman. I don't need. No. Yeah, but you need to train for why? Why do I need to train in full range of motion? That yeah. in turn is dysfunctional for my job as a doorman. Yeah, doesn't matter. And he was like, no, but but it's bad if you don't. I was like, no, you don't have to. I was like, even if if let's play devil's advocate. That's what exactly what I said. I was like, I by the way, I am playing devil's advocate. Um. I was like, what if we want to get a better vert jump? We know the, the I don't know, the research out there is probably going to do pin squats and quarter squats. You're going to get a better vert jump because I don't go into a deep squat before I burst out when I jump up really high. I was like, what about that? That's pretty sporting. That's my function. I want to be better. Um, he'd be like, no, but you still got to train the full range of motion. I was like, we don't have to. That really bugged me. Um, yeah. Clearly, Tom. <laughs> 
really annoying. I think I stopped the course for like about about five minutes whilst I had this conversation. But this is the uh, thing is, people don't think critically, do they? They just they just do things and they just accept them as read. And like same with classes, like people just do it without thinking. I think that's the thing is they kind of go rather than looking back and going, "Oh, what am I actually getting out of this?" They just keep blindly going to these classes, and then a year down the line, they, they you know they might question, "Hang on a minute, why am I going to the gym? Why am I still doing this?" I like. And I found out the other day some of the costs of some of these fucking classes, and it's ridiculous. Oh, mate, they're crazy. Yeah. It costs more to go to a class like two, three times a week at one of these boutique studios to be a member of Third Space. And you get all these classes for free. And you can do free gym, and you can do all this other stuff, and have like a outset session, all this kind of stuff. Absolutely crazy. Um, crazy, mate. Um, but yeah, it was, I thought it was a good... Especially, yeah, it need it needs to be said by a, a lady like Zoe, who does a lot of weight training, does all that kind of stuff. But it is, uh, we know from the demographic of how we look at our numbers within third space of how many women do classes compared to how many men and vice versa on personal training. And it's generally very high, like 65, 70% of ladies. Would do it would be two thirds, yeah, women. Yeah. Um, well, we all do... know what we all know why the third of men are doing them <laughs> <laughs> to get really good at cardio. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, Yeah, but leading on to one of the discussions of this, I think the weekend was there's just a fair bit of discussion happening, and also which is interesting because we do a show on it um, and we predict fitness trends, but it was trends that reoccur. What trends do you think are coming back? Basically, he was talking about like stuff that was like uh, I don't know relevant. 10 years ago and will come back around every kind of 10 15 years stuff comes back around i'm trying to think what was relevant that long ago obviously we were we were children um but it was probably like bosu ball training like instability training it was kind of all the rage that kind of thing and no aerobic work i think our step our stuff now is more maybe after the last five years has been um, more like circuit-based training, CrossFit training. What do you think is going to come back around? Is anything going to come back around at all in the next uh, five years? Well, something that's been coming around a little bit is the whole... I, th- I don't know if it will happen or not, but I've noticed it a little bit recently is like... And quite people that I used to think were quite intelligent, but they're clearly not. Um, talking about like fat-burning exercise and like why they do cardio on a rest day and why they increase their fats on a rest day and this whole thing around cardio burning exercise burning fat and like people talking about their carb intake and their fat intake on different days of the week because their body will utilize them in different ways over and it's like you're just fucking fat calories mate like it doesn't really fucking matter and like i think we're going to see a return of the i don't know like not the fasted cardio as much but more a case of do this cardio at this beats per minute to burn fat oh yeah do you know like like the fat burning cardio zones and you're gonna get like with the whole like my zone thing that you you kind of go into a little bit it's gonna be like in this zone you're burning fat and it's gonna be that zone where it's not quite ridiculously hard because people don't want it like that and it's gone away from the hit training and more to the if you just stay in this steady zone for 45 minutes you're burning pure fat and I, I yeah. just think I it's going to come back that, around actually. again. Yeah, because I did... every every time a trend comes around like hit, it's taken to the extreme, and people go, "I fucking hate that. That's disgusting. It makes you feel well, sick." What was so what they was go it? then into the next insanity? One. Insanity was the one that came out, wasn't it? That was the that was ridiculous hit. That was what was it like? Forty seconds on, twenty seconds off. It was completely the wrong way around for any kind of recovery. Basically, insanity worker. But that that must have been about five years ago, right? I, th- I just think yeah. it's. I think I we're think at the end of like some of the hit training. I think yeah, I could see that coming back. So more, more of yeah, that zone-based stuff, especially with the with the techn- the use of technology within yeah, those people, people, What people start doing is they'll start going to heart rate monitor, get an Apple Watch, and they'll just be able to sit there with their heart, and it'll tell them what heart rate needs to be in a certain certain zone, yeah. this length of time. And it'll be stuff like don't if you're weight training, don't let your heart rate drop below this number because you won't burn fat, and you'll be like, oh, you fucking moron. Like, but it will be, and it's like because. Again, like we said the other day on the podcast, technically it's true. Technically, it's fact. So they can use that to their advantage. But we know in the course of the day, it doesn't make a fucking blind bit of difference. I, but they'll do it. They'll jump on it. I had one of my clients was wearing his Mars own heart rate monitor today during one of my sessions. It was a pretty taxing session for him. 
and we're doing lots of like weird movements like adductor holds and some of these like basic nordic curls and some like pulling exercises some scat retractions on a t-rex and stuff it's tough and it's like i don't know for his muscles it's pretty physically demanding but he only burnt about 240 calories during the session He's like, what? I haven't got any, like, I didn't get any MEP, MEP points. Well, like, MEPs are the points for my zone. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Your heart rate didn't fly up that high. I wasn't pushing you to failure. I was like, we, we were working, like, downward rotation of the scap so you can sit at your desk better. <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't too fussed. You know, he just wants the points to accumulate, and he's like, I might as well wear it. No. But yeah. it's quite interesting that everybody else is, like, red and red, and Paul's just sitting there in, the, like, the, the green and the blue, just like, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm working out. I, I feel gassed, but, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I, just think, I just think it's something with, a, again, it's the whole element of the technology coming into it that make, makes it more believable and more analytical and more like again the accountability is there a little bit more to, to be in that kind of zone or or whatever i just think i can imagine it coming back in i can uh, i can imagine the especially what you said about the beats per minute thing so like the exercise to music thing i think that might come round yeah. where it's kind of you're laying laying it down to some beats dan you're going to do something to some beats that's it yeah <laughs> I, yeah you can see that i can see that. and in terms of nutrition nutrition um, trends I mean, I, honestly, they're so hard to predict. I don't really know. They are ridiculous. I mean, we, and I think at the start of the year, we we predicted um, intermittent fasting. Yeah, I think that. I think it's they slowly came. coming back round, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But there's no there's no keto warriors or anything like that. I think it's just the vegan stuff that's bigger. Yeah, to be fair, Literally. the vegans grown a bit, and I, I think obviously that's going to grow in the city as well. And the more you know, more and more that. I think the whole stuff around plastic as well doesn't really help that. I think that makes people go think about being vegan more as well. Yeah. Because Especially with all the... Um, they think it's saving the planet, even there's though loads of cut like down more vegetables. pretty high-end sports stars now as well. You've got Novak Djokovic, Lewis Hamilton, Serena Williams, all these people. All I think all, there's a couple... All arguably past it, but yeah. Yeah. But, uh, what's well, Lewis, Lewis Hamilton's probably not, actually. Because, uh, no, Lewis Hamilton's doing all right. Djokovic is... I, I love it how as well they turn vegan now after they've been done. Yeah, after they've been <laughs> <laughs> been fine throughout the nah, definitely to prolong. Um but there's a there's a few of them that have gone gone fully vegan. Which is very strange. I don't know where what advice where they've what they've given it from. Yeah, they'll think they'll think it's from a performance point of view, do you know what I mean? That's what that's the thing is like they'll 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 be sold some bullshit by someone and they just think that and yeah, it's it's not, but they'll think it is and then People will fucking buy into their programs, probably. Oh, you know. 100%. Why wouldn't <laughs> I? Will I would? I couldn't give, I couldn't think of anything worse if I'm honest. Um, all right, mate. I there was one more thing I wanted to briefly chat about as well because it was an interesting post and I saved it for a reason to talk about it with you because feeling, feeling yourself, Dan, being beaten up. Um, well, hang on, feeling myself. <laughs> mate, that, that post wasn't supposed to go on Instagram. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. About being kind of beat up. Um. Basically down. Um. And not. In, I think we did. A, we obviously did a show like loving training and stuff like that, and um, feeling beat up all the time. But it was a while ago. I. I want. Uh, it was uh, Spencer Nadalski and Brett. Um. Did a load of experimenting on just basically not squatting and not deadlifting at all. Yeah. Um and, like on a program. Yeah. And then they uh, they were just doing hip thrust leg extensions and leg curls. Um hip thrusts were on the Smith machine as well. So it was super like unloaded essentially. Um and it was interesting to see their like evidence on well, their evidence, their anecdotal evidence on stuff saying that both feeling amazing, literally no niggles of knee pain, back pain, um, no decreasements of like leg or glute mass um they probably feel like they're gaining um they feel like they're obviously they've got more in the tank for like upper body sessions um and they're feeling strong as fuck um what's your take on cutting out squatting and deadlifting totally i'm i mean i'm all for it to be fair um <laughs> no i think i think look i think there's I've definitely, I've definitely moved more towards that way inclined um, with with training, um, but there's pros and cons, of course, to it. Um, like, like I've I've 
I don't think it's it's a surprise to anyone to know that last sort of I suppose four or five months my motivation for training has been non-existent um and my desire to do anything and, and get stronger has been kind of non-existent and I'm not feeling physically great um and that has coincided with me not squatting deadlifting and all that sort of stuff as well so <laughs> you know it's kind of like well you know is, is there is there something in that um but I think there's also just an element of like age and time in the industry and all this sort of stuff and work that's just kind of got, but anyway, without boring people. Um, I think that when I do hopefully get back to training, um, I can see that I probably wouldn't worry myself about squatting and deadlifting again. Um, in, in the, in the normal sense of the word squatting and deadlifting. Um, I think for me in terms of function, I've got no reason to do it. Like other than to be to work for a full range of motion like, like fucking Gimp said. Um like, what again, for what reason? Like I can do a full range of motion leg press. Like, it's just as good for me. Um I've always found squatting hard. I've always found deadlifting even harder. I've never really enjoyed it. I've never really hit any numbers that made me feel great about those lifts. And there's always someone stronger than you, so it makes you feel a bit shit about it. Um that's just just I'm just basically brain dumping at the moment, to be fair. Um, I'll get to a point in a minute. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we've done 145 episodes the same. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it's a lot easier to psych yourself up for a session that is machine-based with legs because it's safer. You don't have to worry much about niggles and aches and pains and stuff like that. And um, I do think that's good. But the only downside to it, in my opinion, is that the progressive overload element of training is harder to gauge. Um, with squats and deadlifts, it's pretty pretty certain when you've hit a pb you know when you hit those numbers you've not hit before and it's kind of quite good um but i, I you know machines don't put you in compromising positions as much as maybe barbell work does and i've noticed that a lot of my clients that when i've started putting in a lot less of the barbell work like they might have a couple of compounds in but then a lot of it's machine that they're feeling a bit better about it as well um so yeah i i think there's a lot to be said for it if you're not a power lifter there's no need yeah, there's not a need like, there's no need to do it um they're both good exercises and performed well with good with good technique they're absolutely fine and they're good exercises and like Contreras and Nadolski would both have good form I would imagine so for them to come out and I would imagine they'd be big proponents of the lifts as well so for them to come out and say that is interesting because I would also suggest that that's how I would feel if I did it um but like I said, I can't really give you a really good answer anecdotally because I haven't really been training very well the last sort of half a year since uh, my last photo shoot. But I know going into a session, if someone said to me, you've got hip thrusts, leg press, leg extension, hamstring curls and calves versus you've got either a back squat or a deadlift or whatever, um, I know which one I prefer. <laughs> uh, and I, th- I don't know if they'd put, would they include RDLs within that? Because I can't imagine they'd be quite as bad. I don't, but again, I don't of, think they have. I, don't, I just don't think. I don't think. I just think they've just replaced. They've just tried to isolate those three. Just, them, uh, yeah, those three things, and that's that's everything we need to hit. Really, probably yeah. there's some car phrases in there at some point. Um, yeah. They're like, yeah, that's all I need to hit. That's cool. I think the other thing as well. The other argument there, of course, is like the whole vegan and those lot we just talked about is that they've done the squats and deadlifts to get their muscle mass to a certain point. Yeah, and now it's like okay to maintain that, and they're they're saying gaining a bit, like but, have yeah. they, you know, have they, have they not? We don't know, but it's like you've got you've used that to get to this point, and now you can maintain your muscle mass on that. That's great. Is trying to is a newbie or someone like me trying to gain muscle going to do that, and is it going to be effect, as effective? Don't know. Like yeah, could that's be, a fair point. But I, don't, I think it could I, be. I think because obviously I haven't squatted uh, that much. Well, probably a year without really squatting. I've only just started squatting in the last month again. Um, and it's nothing heavy. It's like I'm doing 60 kilo front squats for like five reps, five sets of five. Um, really, really super strict, really, really super slow, like three, four second eccentrics. And just to make sure everything's on point, squeezing everything as hard as I can. Um, but I don't, I know, I don't know. Um, I guess cause I hadn't done it for a while and you were like, Oh, I'm dreading that. As soon as I got under the bar and I was doing it, I got quite a bit of a rush, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is this is great. This is this is awesome." I've actually started doing this again. Um, but I know what you mean in terms of the kind of like, oh, "Really, have I got to do that?" I, think, I know. I think you go through phases with it, like you said. I think it peaks and troughs, and it's like 
if these two guys have gone into this experiment at a trough of how they're feeling about squats and deadlifts, then of course they're going to be waxing lyrical about it, you know? Yeah. Whereas like you've just said, you've got that rush. It's like, actually, it could be if I started squatting again, I'd get that back. And maybe that would be a, the catalyst to go, oh, I feel good and I feel you know strong. But um, I think recognizing that it comes in peaks and troughs and not just going, I'm going to back squat every single week for the rest of my life, you know, and understanding that you, you know, you, you can be a good enough trainer to manipulate your variables and go, actually, I'm going to squat for eight weeks. Then I'm going to take them out for eight weeks. I'm going to put them back in for eight weeks or whatever. Then maybe Which you're going to not get the up as much. What is exactly, Dan's just described exactly what I'm doing in my rehab. It's crazy. Uh, that, mate. mate it's, like it's, that. Almost, it's almost like I don't make up on the spot and I know. <laughs> Cause yeah, I'm doing like a six weeks. I'll be squatting, but I'm hip thrusting with this, these six weeks and then I'm going to flip it. So I'm going to try deadlifting and then I'll yeah. be doing some like leg extensions or some leg pressing. So yeah, it's like yeah, unloaded. Well, Cause I'm like, I'm not going to just chuck a load of stuff at the wall and see whether it sticks after yeah. an injury. So yeah. Yeah. The reason I said, uh, I mentioned it is that, well, I'm hoping that at the end of this year, by the end of this year, I'm feeling a lot better physically and, everything about training but then we're doing a photo shoot in april and we're gonna have 16 weeks Ooh. and it'll be again i'll probably do Which that way, mate, am i doing yeah. one? <laughs> yeah mate you need fucking longer than 16 weeks <laughs> um 160 <laughs> weeks more like it um but yeah what we'll do is way i'm gonna do, set up my training for that is the first eight weeks i'm gonna put squats back in because i'm gonna see progress because i've not done it for so long for eight weeks and then towards the end of the eight weeks when things get more difficult when i'm tired and less energy i'm gonna take them out and put in that something similar to that um because like leg days at the moment for us, if you said to me, leg press, RDL, leg extension, hamstring curl, that's a leg day. Like, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's leg day. Um, whereas, you know, if you replace that and put a squat in there uh, with, you know, glute ham raise, leg extensions, hamstring curls, again, it's still a leg day. It's just it's just changing that exercise. And I think that um, eight weeks doing that and then having a break and then going into the going into a shoot without squatting for eight weeks, you'll feel a lot better, just generally. Um I just think if you're a smart coach, you'll just be able to look at your program and, and know that it's not probably smart to back squat consistently for weeks on end and just never have a break from it. Um, and I think them doing that sort of experiment shows that, that it's useful to you know be critical about your programming and don't just stick to something because you think you should. Like, again, like the question you asked about functional, well, why are you doing that? And I, I've got plenty of clients now. I only train legs once a week because I'm like, who gives a fuck? Like you're doing a photo shoot. You're not getting your legs out. You're getting your, your body out. You want to train that twice a week, twice a week. You know, you want to make sure you're hitting everything there twice a week and grow in certain areas. And I'm very much the same. Like, I'm not afraid to admit it either. Like, I couldn't give a fuck if I train legs once a week. I don't even train them once at all at the moment. Um, <laughs> but I don't care. Like, it's just one of those things where I think people are so caught up with trying to be perfect and hit and grow everything. It's like yeah, growing everything at this all the time. It's just like you're just getting bigger that way. It's just yeah, pick a focus. Like pick your focus yeah. eight weeks. Pick and your focus. Don't be afraid to say I want to focus on upper body. Like I hate yeah, people yeah. like that. Like I don't, I don't want to sound. You know, I don't want to sound. Um, so bro. Yeah, I don't want to sound. I don't want to. Sound, no, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, yeah, I can't remember what the word I'm looking for. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we'll come to you at some point. But I know what you mean. Come to you in a minute. Um, End up like a massive V shape or bro. Bro lifter, essentially. Just, yeah, I like, who gives a fuck if someone looks at him and goes, oh, he's got small legs, though. It's like, well, I'm not a bodybuilder, mate. I'm not going to step on stage, so who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, but interesting to see. If anybody else going to put in that kind of trend, I'd, I'd still think, like you said, they probably got 20 years of earning the right to do it. They've been through all the messes, and I know mm-hmm. Brett's, I, don't, I can't remember what his lift, one RMs are off the top of my head, but they're, they're pretty strong. Um, yeah. He, yeah. he was well up there anyway, but he used to beat himself up a lot. Um, also, because it was the way his hip anatomy is, he's got super long femurs. He beats on about it all the time. So he squats like a good morning. Yeah. So he's probably his back is probably beaten up-ish. He's also very strong in his back. So um, it's just fairly interesting to see how he squats. You can go you can go back. People absolutely slate him. A bit like when Lane Norton used to get absolutely slated. And now he's squatting differently because of how his hips shaved off. Um, yeah, which is fine but yeah i think there's, there's no harm i think you just got to take advantage of certain like training principles and training certain training techniques of what you're probably they're probably doing an excessive amount of eccentric training during those lifts i'd imagine probably they're still hitting lots of varied like rep ranges i'd imagine and they're all very trained so probably per week what they're looking at probably 200 reps on each yeah at least because they can as well so they're not going to get as beat up because they haven't got as many muscles interacting um whilst they're doing those lifts so they can do that 
mm. and they can just smash it out. Hence why training on machines is probably less fatiguing. Shock. You can put the same amount of intensity through the muscle group. Just might take longer. You know? But your resting periods are less. It's all counter-arguments, mate. It's mental. I might try it at some point. Just do machine-based six weeks and then I'd have to be healthy. I'm actually pushing myself on a barbell. So yeah. I'm looking forward to deadlifting, though. That'll be fun. No. I will have to be pull, pulling conventionally, which uh, is annoying. I All the same. The worst than having a deadlift right now. <laughs> the same. I'm going to have to switch my because uh, of where my hip has been screwed in my adductor. I've got to basically shorten shorten that adductor down a little bit instead of putting it under so much tension. So I've got to go probably conventional now. Slightly mm. annoying. It's a bit weird, mate. You can't you can't wear cool Converse and cool socks now. You got to go conventional, mate. No, really annoying. It's alright. I'm pretty still. Sh- I'm. I still sure I can. I, I can pull two hundred. I'm pretty sure I can. So we're fine. I was hit thrusting today at two hundred for fives. I wouldn't even know what I could hit thrust. I can't remember that. I probably third space was the last time I hit thrust. Not even doing. Really, it. I love it. It's great. It's just it just puts no pain on my hip, so that's why I keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can keep yeah. shifting that load, so we're good. Um, nice and smooth. Yeah. I should really good. probably start getting back in training properly. But hit thrusting, hit thrusting, mate. Way forward. It's fine as long as you do it correctly. Um, yeah, mate. Oh, what I did want to talk to you about um, as now Christmas is almost in full throw. I realise everybody's going to resent me for saying that as it's, what is it, the 20th of November? It's almost yeah, there. I, I feel like it's, I, I'm, I'm all right with it now. Like, if someone says to me now, it's like Christmassy stuff, I'm like, that's cool. It that's was cool. fucking before Halloween, it was a fucking problem. So what I'd like your opinion on, mate, because today I bought my first, like, Christmas chocolatey things because oh. they were out in the shops. And uh, there were these little, uh, like, snowmen things, like Cadbury snowmen with, like, moosey stuff inside. bit like, so, you know the... Because they've remade these. They've redone these. Egg and Spoon. Yeah, they've done Egg and Spoon. It's just, like, chocolate snowballs. (laughs) I was like, it's the same thing. Egg and Spoon. Basically that, but a snowman. What would you say, what are you most looking forward to for Christmas chocolate-wise? Um, Anything that's like I just I never what. have it any time of the year other than Christmas. But a chocolate orange, I fucking love a chocolate orange. Chocolate orange, yeah. yeah. I just never have it any time. I don't. It's, just, it's not something I'd ever think to buy other than at Christmas. Um, so yeah, chocolate orange is always good. Is it particularly Christmassy? It, yeah, I think it is. You know, but I, I've never. <laughs> I, I think it is. Maybe it's just my head or in my family. It's it is exotic more fruit Christmas. in chocolate. Have it over Christmas. I just don't have it any other time of year. It's just other than other than Christmas, but. I mean, it's the standard in the boxes of celebrations and quality streets. Like, I mean, who doesn't love that? I think, um, spoiler alert, I think me and Mikey are doing an eating challenge with Christmas food and they're going to be included. Um, <laughs> quality streets. Because I wouldn't be able to get through that because half of them are absolutely terrible. I think it's got to be celebrations, I think, for that. Celebrations and like miniature heroes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, other than that, there's not really anything else, really, I, th- I can think of. Well, what, what, what would it be for you? You get like the chocolate snowmen, which I guess are the same, or, or not the uh, Santa Clauses, but basically like the lint stuff. Oh, I'll tell you what, no, the, the other thing as well, yeah, the, yeah, the lint Christmas, uh, Father Christmas is good, but also oh. when we were at Santa Parks the other day, they had the, the Reese's Christmas trees. Now they mm. are good because they are yeah. just pure peanut. It's like tiny bit of chocolate and they're very, very thick. Um, they were very good. Very, very good. Nice. So they'll do them, you know, ha- uh, they do those, don't they? Reese's do them. Um, keep keep an eye out for that. I think we'll have to we'll collate a list over the next couple of shows on we've got to give a ranking of our, our holiday foods. We've got to. I tell you what won't be up there is the fucking gingerbread car killer. <laughs> is it not good? It tastes like um, oh someone I can't even remember the fucking name of it now, but there's some biscuit you have at Christmas time and it tastes just like it and it it's Ming and I hate them. They're like really like just taste like clove. Like it's like chocolate and clove and cardamom, and you're like, ugh, just that allspice taste. That's a bit much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Just not a great okay. taste. I just yeah. Anyone who's had one will know what I'm talking about the minging. I've yeah. I've not had one. I'm not gonna lie. Don't um, have one. I've I haven't eaten a lot of protein bars lately. I've been just protein like smoothies and smoothie bowls, all that kind of stuff. But, oh yeah. yeah. I think I just need some fruit in my life because there's no sunlight 
Um, yeah. So I feel like I need some fruit just to brighten my day. Basically why. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the Christmas is here, mate. It's definitely here. Yeah, but, I'm getting the feeling that I'm, I feel, I feel <laughs> the normal. Is Dan's gonna have like a little hat on next week? It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. um, so we got we had a stupid thing sent into us, right? Yeah. You. Um, this, I kind of want a pointer. Punch. I think it was. Yeah, pointer. Um, I think Alyssa pointed like, it out. <laughs> she'll love that. Um, she's been listening forever. Oh, I know she's not bored yeah. of us yet. Fucking know, hell! It makes me judge her more than it makes me judge us. <laughs> Um, it was by somebody uh, uh, Instagram it was ridiculous, wasn't lost it? my lover and then I did it said follow this other thing called fitness olympiads and I've actually written in my in my notes um, not I wasn't meant to um, but I put worst Instagram pages brilliant it's great it's just by itself it's Instagram yeah that's going to be trending <laughs> uh, but it's basically yeah. a picture of what is it? What's it called? Seven simple exercises to firm and lift your breasts. It's an infograph on Instagram. Um, so straight away, I was writing these notes down. Um, <laughs> but the funniest thing is, there's a picture on the side of it of a female who's had rather a large Breast. boob job, should we yeah. say? Um, I mean, they look pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and next to it is like seven exercises: chest fly, chest press, knee push-ups, push-ups, ball-assisted press, and all this sort of stuff. And it's like. That ain't going to help. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you think like, has happened here. She's not just done those exercises and got boobs like that. Like, that's not what's happened here. <laughs> I like the firmly on lift your breasts with these workouts. I mean, guys could do this as well. There's no, I mean, all those exercises you just listed off, chest press, chest flies, push-ups, knee push-ups, chest workout. ball assisted presses. Yeah, just, just a chest workout. <laughs> I'd be happy if, uh, if at the right intensity, right loads. Yeah, it'd be cool. <laughs> Any guy could do that for a chest workout. Absolutely fine. Doesn't really matter. But the uh, the responses, some of the the, uh, <laughs> the comments are great. So, yeah. or you could just go and buy them like she did. Yep. Brilliant. Yep. <laughs> you could have used someone with natural breasts as an example. Yep. <laughs> you can't firm breasts. They are literally fat sacks. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's not really a nice way to describe them, is it? Really, but they are literally fat sacks. Uh, step one call a plastic surgeon nice yeah that's what she did yeah just absolutely mental um but yeah probably i've got to put it out there i don't care about naming them fitness olympiads Five hundred fifty-five thousand followers apparently playful um but also followed by nobody that i know literally nothing on there apart from fitness space uk so I, I guess they're not legit because generally the people I hopefully I follow will follow decent pages as well. Um, wow, well, it's debatable. debatable. Um, but yeah, they every like 10, 12 posts, they just recycle the same ones, which is great for content, obviously. If you're just, Brilliant. If you haven't got content, just, just if you scroll, nobody scrolls down just one page, do they? <laughs> Absolutely fine. Oh, it took me long to find that out. Um, also, they're the worst tips ever. They're just so bad. Like the whole hot hot water, the cold water thing. Hot water, the hot water thing. I can kind of see because it kind of does that, apart from reduces tiredness or reduces headaches. So there you go, Dan. You just need hot water in yourself. Um, yeah, you try that one, mate. Shower, and then the cold water prevents colds. Cold water prevents colds. <sighs> Tightens the skin. The the ones I get reduces tension in the mind. A bit weird. Stimulates the immune system and accelerates the metabolism. Brilliant. Cold water. Oh, I need to get a fucking cold water shower. Water in itself accelerates your metabolism. You heard it here first, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then how to work on your lower abdomen? How to strengthen the inner fire? Inner fires. If these aren't adductor holds, then I wonder. I wonder what demographic. They're not adductor targeting. holds. They're not adductor holds, guys. No adductor work. Apologies. I think they might be trying to target women with that. I think so. How to get rid of cellulite? How to get rid of side fat? Um, side but, fat. Side fat. Um, I like the one like don't get off your couch workout. What? <laughs> Brilliant. The lazy day workout. Oxymorons like all over the place. Lazy day workout. Go and do a circuit class. <laughs> so yeah, um, embarrassing. So at least not a, not a great 
not a great page for kind of content or fun or good for bands. Great for bands. <laughs> All good. All right, mate. Um, we'll we'll cut this show here. We're, we're edging on fifty minutes. Um, any news, bicep banner wise? Any videos that people need to go check out? Uh, yeah, one released yesterday. Oh. Uh, which again was a. Uh, again, we used Instagram for this one, but uh, yeah, some awful advice on Instagram. Um, it may or may not be a video about the guy who called people Muppets and then got absolutely destroyed on Instagram. Um, so go check that one out because that's, um, that's always good. Give us a like. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Lots more to come. Uh, like I said, we're going to step things up in the new year. So keep your eyes peeled. I will. Not you. Ben. <laughs> People listening. We're listening, why? All right, fine. All right. Uh, you watch, you'll get jealous. Why? Oh, just, well. <laughs> just, how much, just how much funnier it is than you. Oh, it's fine. Yeah, you've got a face for radio anyway, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, I'm going I'm to do a, a rival Twitch uh, show. And just, oh, yeah. Just do a load of gaming. Be fine. You yeah. actually did get trolled off the last one. Um, who is it? One of your clients trolled you. I thought Dan was Mr. Boring. Hmm. Well, how did someone troll me? I didn't see. I didn't yeah, see. yeah, they, uh, they, they sent that back. Um, <laughs> I love that. So it's good. Quite a lot of people enjoyed the, the show last week. But who, who do you think that was? You can you can try and get that through. But who would contact me calling you Mr. Boring? Mm. <laughs> you'll be fine you'll find out who it was um all right guys we will <laughs> thank you for listening go rate comment subscribe like whatever all of those things that if you don't have any phones or internet, you have no idea what we're talking about but um yeah go all that wherever you find this podcast also um i'm going to be transferring this i think the new year to libsyn because uh found out we should be on spotify so we should put that over very soon um if anybody is on spotify i'm sure the whole world because um, it's one of the best things for streaming um, but we should be over there very soon quality hopefully and then we're then no stopping us clearly um, you know what you're doing Tom <laughs> well I just didn't really I have I spent no time in like because SoundCloud have been so good but also SoundCloud have not merged with uh, any of Spotify's stuff so and also they've had some money troubles um, but they won't take us down obviously um, apparently it's been in the news um, so we might migrate and I did message Dan this, and he was like, "Exactly what I was thinking about doing." Yeah, yeah, I, I said that. <laughs> I did. I did wonder why it's taking so long to do it. Actually, <laughs> I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, it's very fun. Um, all right, guys, we will catch you next week. See you later, guys. <laughs>